Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Now You Know Akron podcast. Brought to you by the journalists of BeaconJournal.com. Each week, they will share their expertise on Akron and Summit County. Now, here's your host, Craig Webb. Welcome to the Now You Know Akron podcast. I am your host, Craig Webb, and we're actually on the road. I, I'm not really in Akron or anywhere near Akron. I, I think I'm not in the 330 area code anymore. I, I'm with Tony Clark, and, and we're in Sandusky, also known as Cedar Point. I mean, I think they're kind of interchangeable, right? I mean, this is one of these things that if you say Cedar Point, everyone knows where you're at, right? Yeah. I mean, Sandusky is, uh, is a great city for a lot of uh, different reasons, but it just so happens to be where Cedar Point is. So this is, uh, this is a magical place. We are uh, happy to be open. We're happy to welcome guests back for the summer and also happy to have our Frontier Festival kicking off. And um, I don't know if you've had the food, but there's like a million different things to try. <laughs> and it's uh, all delicious. I can confirm that. You know, I, my, my wife, um, and actually the day I'm speaking to you is our anniversary. I think it's been nice. You know, I need to remember, it's, it's, it's been quite a few years. We're, we're in the three decades. But I, I'm a kind of a cherry vanilla kind of guy. And so there's these cupcakes that are, are <laughs> cherry. <laughs> and then they have this little tube in it. And you push the tube and it yeah. pushes cherry Coke inside the cupcake. And I, I tell you what, I mean, it was a, uh, you know, she's a chocolate gal, but I, I tell you what, this would give her a run for her money. It's, you know, we, we, uh, we, we have a pastry chef now, Chef Elka, and Chef Elka has been coming up with all kinds of great new pastry items, cookies, everything, from every, all kinds of sweets, actually, cookies, cupcakes. Um, and we got to taste these, actually, back in November to just sample some of the things they were thinking about. And when she brought that out, it was the first I had seen one of those, and I said, "What? What am I supposed to do with this?" And she said, "And then she said, you take the you take the bottle that's in it, and you squeeze it, and it becomes cherry cola infused cupcake." And at first, you go, "That's that's just a novelty. Like that's 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 kind of dumb." <laughs> like, well, I didn't know what to do with it either. I kind of looked at this. I even asked a woman. I said, "Now, what do I do with this?" And she kind of looked at me like, "You just push it in." Well, dumb, dumb's the misnomer because <laughs> the minute I bit into it, I was like, "Wait a minute, what on earth?" Like it is it is a sensory experience to have that in that center that you're used to having like maybe a you know a creamy center or a whipped cream or a um, uh, what am I trying to say a, a, a glaze not a glaze but a well speaking of glaze there's actually a sandwich that is a glazed donut <laughs> yeah. that is a a cheeseburger yeah you know that was the other thing and chef RJ you know he I, I believe we've always wanted to do that and he finally got to do it this year with this uh, uh, glazed donut burger which is a instead of the buns you have of uh, donuts um, and it's a bacon cheeseburger on the inside and I believe it has a cherry something sauce or a cherry something everything has a cherry themed if you have not figured that out um, but if you don't like cherries I tell people this is not it's not just we took cherries and dumped them on everything it, it could be a hint of cherry in a sauce it could be very obviously cherry the cupcake you know cherry cola so it's not a cherry so there's different ways we've incorporated it. some of the food items don't have any cherry in them at all it's because we know, we recognize that kids probably you know aren't going to like that kind of thing and so we have a little kids menu that they can sample but 
they're all great foods. It's a it's a different layer to what we do. It's still have chicken fingers, and we still have pizza, we still have French fries, the things that that guests know and are familiar. But we have the unfamiliar, like uh, gochujang glazed pork ribs. I'm not going to spell that. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is it's on that sign over there. Um, but uh, those are the kinds of things that we're trying to do. Is unexpected foods. Even here, you know, we're right across from the farmhouse kitchen and grill. That's new this year. They're doing foods in there that, that you can't get anywhere else in the park. So it's not just a repeat of another chicken finger stand or another fry stand. It's giving a culinary experience to our guests when they're used to roller coasters and thrill rides. We still have those, and they're awesome. But this is now the new layer to that entertainment. And I think I heard a thrill ride behind us. The um, so it's kind of been the kind of the theme the last couple of years. It's been more about resort. I mean, it's been quality of stay and length of stay. I mean, we're not just throwing a I don't know a pile of metal at you and a thousand miles an hour and going higher and stronger. I mean, that's probably all part of it. But it seems like you you've been focusing a lot on just the quality of the stay and, and the quality of the food. Kind of goes with that. Yeah. The crazy thing is we've always had that overnight component. Um, not at the beginning of our history, obviously, back in 1870. It was just the beach. You came for a day, you left. But now, you know, we always had a Cedar Point Beach. We always had Hotel Breakers. They've been here for a very long time. But guests didn't know that they exist. And so over the past 10 years or so, we've been trying to educate our guests and new guests that this is not just roller coasters. And we spent so much time proud of that heritage. We still are proud of that heritage. We will still build them, by the way. We are not stopping building roller coasters. That is what we do. Um, but we, we also recognize fully that roller coasters are not for everybody. Thrill rides are not for everybody. And so you want a vacation that you can take with the family that's close to home, that's not expensive to jump on a plane and fly somewhere. And this is the place to do that. We have several overnight hotel options for different budgets. We have activities for kids and events like Frontier Festival. We have new culinary experiences. So even if you're a foodie, you could eat your way around the park and not ride anything and still have a great experience. That's what we're trying to bring to our guests and trying to educate uh, better and and every year we just keep adding another layer to it and so this this is Frontier Festival we've been doing it for several years now it used to be brew and barbecue if you remember it was just beer and food sampling we didn't really have much else but this has grown into this really cool immersive experience that's something for everybody and a great partnership with Prayers for Maria having their presence here having the symbol of the sunflower here um, but yeah overnight stays is what it's all about two two days is typically what we recommend because it is such a big property but you know you can easily do the islands. <laughs> You could easily do other things in Sandusky. Downtown Sandusky has had a resurgence in the past few years and, and um, introducing lots of great restaurants and activities and things like that. So it's, it's a, Sandusky is a great place to visit. Well, there's a carousel museum that probably does not get as much notoriety. I don't say notoriety. That's not the right no, word. No, yeah, that's yeah. not a very, very pr word, but yeah, doesn't yeah. get as much, I don't know, appreciation perhaps. I mean, that it really is it's a cool place. Yeah, that, that place in particular is neat because it's, uh, you know, you're, it's unexpected, I think. You come into this building, it looks like a bank, because it was a bank, I believe. And you walk in, and there's this beautiful carousel. And it's by the way, it's operating, and you can ride it. But there's also great uh, pieces of history in there, uh, not only from Cedar Point, because there are some Cedar Point carousel artifacts in there, but there are artifacts from carousels uh, across the country in the amusement industry across the country. And it's a neat, a neat look at history. So that's why I say, you know, you could ride the rides here, but then you can go learn more about them at the Carousel Museum. Or if you're, you know, a, a husband and wife, and you're just trying to get away, you can ride some thrill rides one day, go to Putin Bay the next. I mean, this is, this is really a great place to be. And I don't think enough people know about it. And I think more people should know about it. Well, B, you're talking about thrill rides. And I'm, I'm just, I, I'm just so shocked that Tony's going to announce the next big thrill ride right here on this humble little podcast. If you can see his face right now, he's, he's, he's not announcing anything. But uh, I might. 
You might get the exclusive today. I'm in a good mood. <laughs> I, I did see some markings on concrete, yes. and I did see a flag hanging from a bush. So maybe... <laughs> you know, this, this is funny. Everybody wants to know what we're doing next. What fun would that be if we did... Uh, our five-year announcement of everything we're doing in the next five years. That's no fun. The fun is for you to figure out what we're doing. So but, you, you have to spend the whole summer figuring out what we're doing for next year. But you have a bunch of spies. I mean, we have drones. <laughs> we have yeah, people walk around looking for flag, looking for a little paint on a piece of concrete yeah. that would indicate a footer well, or, or something. There's paint on the midway already. <laughs> I mean, we put up a construction wall, for crying out loud. So you'll see, you'll see when you visit that there is uh, activity going on where Wicked Twister used to be. We are constantly improving. You know, we can't be a multi-day resort without making improvements to the park and you know we got a lot of feedback about our, our taking out the antique cars uh, here in frontier town but you know we we our research with our guests and asking them what they want you know they told us what they want they want more places to relax to chill uh shaded areas places with great food that is not the same old same old and that's what we delivered here and you know next year i can i can't i obviously can't they'll, they'll fire me craig like i can't i can't give it to you but I will say this, you know, what we're doing is, is a little something for everyone in that area. So a dark ride. We're doing a little something for everyone in that area. <laughs> I've, I've been lobbying for a dark ride for many years. I I, I'm, I'm looking for a log flume. I've been telling the bosses if I need a log flume at Cedar Point because I miss Whitewater Landing a lot. Um, and I'm hoping that that will be part of our plans in the future. I, I don't know for sure, but I keep asking. I, I like a water ride that doesn't get me too wet. In the old log flume rides, were yeah. kind of that ride that you got a little bit wet, but not not overly. So, so you've been here how many seasons? This is my sixteenth season, I believe. I don't know. You're, you're looking at me like I know. Well, I wasn't. They're not. They, I, my seasons are uh, not consecutive. There was a little break in the middle of my history, but I believe it's sixteen seasons. Yeah, sixteen. It's, so, is there one thing that you miss? I mean, you, you kind of mentioned about the water ride. Is that it? Is that the one ride that you kind of everyone gets reminiscent, right? You yeah. kind of, you, and that's why these parks are great because it's all about memory. It's kind of like Christmas. You know, yeah, visiting yeah. here is like a Christmas. What, what's the one thing you miss? I think. Well, you know, I miss that. I miss that ride a lot. Um, I do miss the old paddle wheel excursions. Um, and but what we've done, as I mentioned, you know, we have to we have to reinvent ourselves. We have to change things. And guests said. Why did you take that out? Please bring it back. So we thought, okay, we have the island where we're doing, you know, uh, Forbidden Frontier. Why not Why not reintroduce that kind of boat ride, but then give it a twist? So it's kind of like it. It's just not all the corny jokes. I miss the corny jokes. I just, and no one laughed. Everybody groaned, you know. It was always, it was always, it was such a, it was such a great experience. You mean Spot the Bear? Yes. Because he's been in the same And all the, all the animatronics and all that. I mean, it was just, it was fun. But that's what's cool is, you know, memories, everyone has different memories of this place. You know, whether it's when we did our anniversary celebration, we have all these old photos. People submitted their memories and their, their photos. And it's diff- it means, Cedar Point means something different to different people. And that's what's special about it. it could, someone could have loved Whitewater Landing because they remember taking their kids on that the first time. Uh, some, like me, my biggest memory of Cedar Point, I'm not from here, I'm from Wisconsin. So my first memory of Cedar Point is Millennium Force. It was the first time I visited, and I, I, I love roller coasters. I couldn't believe they built roller coasters that big. And I said, I have to go down there and try it. I went down and I tried it, and I said, this is the most amazing place in the world, and I want to work here. So I like, kept looking for a full-time job, and finally one became available, and I applied, and I got it, and I'm thankful for that. But that's what it means to me, but it might mean something completely different to somebody else. The food might trigger a memory, you know? You have a cheeseburger, you have a, a fry, or maybe it's a dessert, a funnel cake that you had with your grandmother. You know, that, that's, that's what I love about this place. So 
you know, for me, it's Millennium. And yes, I do miss Whitewater Landing. That's why I keep asking them to build a log flume. <laughs> because if I hear it one more time from other people, um, you know, I, I bug I bug our bosses about that. But Except for the dark rides. I have not heard of dark rides. You know, yeah, my, my memory, my, my memory, and I'm probably going to butcher, you know, I see an earthquake. With the, yes. And yeah. that was the earthquake ride right there in the Midway, yes. which is now, I believe. It's our new Peanuts at the Point uh, location, which is a new retail um Peanuts themed location that we're opening here uh, soon. It's going to open soon. Um, it used to be uh, Berenstain Bear Country. Now, are you pronouncing that right? Or is it Bernstein? Or is it uh, Bear? Oh, we're going to go down that rabbit hole. It's Berenstain. <laughs> trust me. It's Berenstain. Um, and then we had um, Snoopy Boutique with the big doghouse outside. And now it's going to be Peanuts at the Point. So a wide variety of new Peanuts merchandise uh, there. But I agree with you. I mean, a dark ride is a great experience. We've talked about it here for years. The, the, the challenge we always have is, you know, we have a lot of people that visit. And our goal is to give people as many rides as possible. So the capacity on those tends to be a little slower than some of our other normal rides. And if we build one good enough, everyone's going to want to ride it. <laughs> so we have to figure out what that secret sauce is. But I think So you're punishing me because you just built something so awesome <laughs> that nobody would. But well, I will say, you know, if it rains, it is a nice place to ride. Yes. And you can ride in the rain. You know, yeah. we are in Lake Erie here and, and you know, it could rain any moment now. Yeah, I mean, the, the, the pirate ride, too, was, you know, a great, a great experience. Experience. I did not ever get to ride it because it was obviously before my time. Same thing with uh, Earthquake. I didn't get to experience that. But that means that means something different to those people. And if that triggers a memory, and God, I miss those days. You know, that's that's what we want to do. And we want to reinvent those experiences. So hopefully we will get to have a dark ride that, you know, triggers that memory of Earthquake and of Pirate Ride. And like, oh, I remember these. But it's just finding the right, the right mix has always been our thing. Or an upside-down house. Or an upside-down house. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we talk about what to build. Trust me, there are many opinions on what <laughs> we should now, that add. was over by the lake. I mean, that was near the lake. I mean, yeah, that was kind was of right over in that. Yeah. yeah, it was right on the right beach. By, uh, right by Gatekeeper. And actually, where, where Giant Wheel and Wicked Twister uh, used to be. Uh, Giant Wheel is still there, by the way. Um, but, you know, that that the, if we reinvent those, they have to be new and different and exciting. Because today's audience is definitely different than what it was back then. So you have to make sure you appeal to a wide variety of people. And we try to do that with most of the rides and things that we build. But, you know, there's some people that are just going to want to get thrown around on a roller coaster. And, you know, but most of our guests do not like that. So we try to design rides and attractions and things to do that that let you ride them over and over again um, and just make you happy. That's our mission, to make people happy. I am so old and I'm going to give away my age when I say this, that I remember Jungle Larry's. Yeah. And, and one time I was at the park and I probably, I don't know, I might have been a teenager. Maybe he was still here and he was on a ladder and we we're walking through. And he fell off the ladder. And my friend and I, like, caught him as he's rolling <laughs> off this ladder. And Jungle Larry's probably kind of old at that point, too. And yeah. he looked at me and said, you know, I think it's some, some, some hipster thing. Like, you guys been drinking your bongo juice trying to catch me? <laughs> but, you know, I remember Jungle Larry. He, I mean, it was... He, and, and, you know, that's a great example of the type of entertainment that was around then. You know, that the dark rides were popular there then. You know, even... I. I even when you, I go to visit other parks and there's a dark ride, you know, where it rides on that single rail and it's just the, the cardboard cutouts pop out at you. I mean, those experiences are just fun. They're just fun experiences. And Jungle Larry's was like that too. People remember going over there to visit uh, and seeing the animals up close. And I mean, when we tell people we had animals like tigers, tigers. at Cedar Point, they're like, wait, what? Like, yeah, that was a real thing. And uh, dolphins at one time. Yes. We had a dolphin show. For- yeah. And unfortunately, that was the year before. I think we removed the aquarium in that whole Oceania area uh, right before I started in 05. Uh, so I, I experienced it as a guest, the aquarium part of it, but didn't get to see the dolphin show. I think it was a high dive show back then, if I'm not mistaken, when I, when I uh, started visiting. But, um, but yeah, those are, it's fun to reminisce about those things, and that's what's great about being 100, what are we, 153 
It's our 153rd season. We're 152 years old. Uh, so, yeah, it's a long history of different memories like that. But then you fast forward, and someone's memory is going to be, they had emus. They had an <laughs> emu farm in Cedar Point. And you know someone's in 50 years back and say, I just remember seeing emus. Everyone's going to be like, no, you didn't have emus at the Cedar bar- Point. The barnyard is the funniest <laughs> thing in the world, I'll tell you, because we started with just the, pet- the old petting zoo, you know, and it didn't have that many animals, and, you know, there were only just a few to pet. So then, you know, we... we talked to some partners outside the, the park and they were like, okay, well, we'll bring more animals. So they brought more animals and then more people started to show up. And then we brought more animals and even more people showed up. It is like the best, not best kept secret, but it's like the hidden gem, the um, unsung hero of the park if you don't ride because the amount of time people spend in there and the, the, the kids just absolutely love it. It is, we, in fact, we invested money to expand it. It's now the barnyard. That's what we call it now. And it's got bigger, we have camels. We have uh, emus, we have sheep, we have Curtis the cow, the miniature cow. He's he's like the star of the show over there. And there's also like, you know, chickens and some exotic animals some years they, they bring over. So another, like I was saying, another layer to the Cedar Point experience that is not a thrill ride that you could literally spend hours and hours just sitting there watching the animals and hanging out with them. So it's kind of a park within a park, and that's kind of the idea of Cedar Point. It's, it's eclectic. Yeah. I mean, it, it certainly is eclectic, but like we said, we're sitting in Frontier town mm-hmm. right now. I was going to say Frontier Trail for some reason. That's over there. That's but, over there, yeah. But the, um, you know, it's well-themed and, and certainly ready for the big weekend. And this is kind of the, you know, Memorial Day is the kickoff and goes all the way till, I don't know how late you are this year. <laughs> yeah. Halloween is um, on a Monday. And so how late are, is our season? 30th. The 30th is when we're closed, I think. Yeah, we don't go to Halloween. Oh, yeah, we go through the 30th. The sun, whatever that Sunday is, is our last day. October 30th. Yeah. Yeah, but this is the, this is the first part of uh, <clears throat> traditional summer. Um, you know, we open early May, so to us, it's like that's our that's our official beginning of summer. But for most people, this is the weekend they start going on vacation. Kids start getting out of school. Hopefully, there aren't too many kids' activities that you have to take them to throughout the summer. But if there is, that's cool. But hey, make some time for Cedar Point. This is this is uh, a tradition. It's been a tradition for many families, and uh, you know, I hope people continue to make it a tradition and keep it keep it that way. And I'm the guy who once waited two hours to get on the Gemini when it opened. I'm that guy. Well, and you know what? And we didn't have many rides back then either. So that's really funny that you say that because now people wait an hour and they're like, this is terrible. <laughs> and then you get to say, what? Well, my day. I, I waited that? two hours. <laughs> I wait. waited two hours. Although, as an aside, I would tell you one of, the, one of my favorite memories of Cedar Point is a very strange memory. And it's when, what is it, a slingshot? Yes. When, when they opened the slingshot. You actually had us media drive onto the midway, and I parked my car in front of the Gemini. Mm-hmm. And so, I, I'm sure the PR people that day were like mortified that that was my favorite part. I took a picture of my car parked in front of the midway. No, no, trust <laughs> in, me. In front of the Gemini, that was like the coolest thing it's to me. It's really funny you say that because when we go to, I, I um, traveled to Carowinds uh, in Charlotte uh, many, many years ago, and I had friends with me that are, you know, they're they're park enthusiasts. I would say. And we took our, I, I drove the car, like, it was closed, but so I, t- I drove the car onto the midway, and they, like, could not believe what, what, what I was doing. They're like, oh, my God, are you allowed to do this? I said, yes, it's okay. Like, oh, they were taking pictures just like you were, because to us, that's normal. But, like, to everybody else, it's, it's, uh, it's just like winter chill out. You know, we have our winter event, and you see the park covered in snow, and there's no leaves. It's, it's drab, let's be honest, but to see the park looking in a different completely different way than you're used to i think that's that's a good good point about triggering a memory that's that's a cool memory to have i would have taken a picture of my car too and i didn't hit anything that was amazing thank i said you. just don't hit anything thank just, you don't yeah. ever do this again. <laughs> thank you
Well, Tony, thank you so much, and, and thanks for the, the walk down memory lane, and uh, we've enjoyed the music and the ambiance and, and roller coasters in the background. And thank you for coming. You know, this is uh, we, we keep getting better every year. We add more things to do every year, and, and hopefully, even if even if we don't build your your either your giant roller coaster or your dark ride next year or whatever, you know, there's every year we got to build something different for someone else, and, and this year it's all about our entertainment, our hotels, and getting that overnight stay going. And uh, I think next year, you know. It'll It'll be a great year. And there's also great, 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 great things on the horizon. So Okay, I'm going to leave now. I'm going to go measure footers um, along. The, how, how high is that fence? <laughs> can I climb over it or can I, you, under it? You can try, but I think security will grab you before you get a chance to see. Actually, it's all dirt. You, would be, you wouldn't sand, actually. You wouldn't see anything today. But you will be seeing things throughout the summer. So make sure you, uh, you ride the giant wheel and get an aerial view of the of the site. And my chance to visit the Cedar Point Jail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. The stockade. Well, Maybe. we we see the stockade over. Maybe. So Maybe. thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for coming. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.